hello, and welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grease and Ease Productions, where we support entrepreneurs just like you with event-based marketing and sales strategies, allowing you to build your authority, credibility, and visibility in your industry. I'm excited to introduce you to today's guest because we just found out that uh, both James and my fiance lived in the same city in England, which is really kind of cool. The only not cool thing is one votes for the red side, one votes for the blue side of soccer, aka football. But that's besides the point. <laughs> my guest today is James Lionheart, CEO and Chief Sleep Posture Expert at Levy Tax. Now, the reason that he is on today is not one that you would normally think of having on our podcast because you're like, okay, he's a sleep and posture expert. How does that help me like grow and scale my business or what does that have to do with what I'm doing? But I think you're going to be really, really surprised on what we're going to be talking about. So welcome, James, to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. How are you today? Oh, good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited because oh, there's so many ways that we can go down this like rabbit hole of really juiciness. One is sleep. Um, I don't know too many sleep experts and posture experts. So what is the importance of sleep for anybody? And are there different postures for sleeping? Like I can, I understand postures of like sitting up in your chair and walking around, but sleep postures, tell me more. So we, we talk in our clinical work around posture being the eternal fight against gravity, which means 24 hours a day, seven days a week, gravity is pulling your body down. And so posture is relevant to how you stand, how you sit, which is obvious to all your audience, but how you lie is just as important. And you take a third of your life to sleep, 26 years of your life sleeping, you work for 13. So your audience that sleep sits on these ergonomic workstation seats that by the way, you can sue your boss in the UK if you don't have one, then go home and sleep and lie in a way that may well be reversing any of the good work they've done in the day. So it's significant. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. Okay. Now, how do people sleep? And how do you like tell them to adjust it? Because if you're sleeping, like, do you always stay in that position the whole time? Or are you moving and no. out or what's going on? It's a great question. So um, the thing about our work is, like you say, you don't know any sleep experts, but the simple principle of sleep expertise is in and around the, uh, the science of sleep. So sleep hygiene, how many hours you need, the impact of not having enough sleep. Um, we work in a slightly different way. At the moment in the UK, and I guess it must be similar globally, one in two adults sleeps less than six hours a night. One in four is suffering with insomnia. So this is like a global crisis. Sleep deprivation is the number one well-being concern in the UK, according to the Society of Occupational Medicine. So what do we do different? Why are we sleep posture experts? So my work actually is really in, in healthcare. So we work with the NHS and local authority, and we created medical devices and interventions and approaches to manage the posture of patients that are bedbound and mobile, and somebody else needs to move and, and handle that person. And all we've really done with Levitex is taken all of our clinical expertise and added it to the consumer world, which essentially means that it has to be a combination of education and also, uh, you know, the tools with which to improve your sleep posture. So why that's so important in terms of 
the expertise is this is something tangible. I can't tell you tonight, you need eight hours sleep, get them. And you go, okay, James, great advice. I'm going to go and do that tonight. Because I don't know, you might tell your fiance that you've changed your colours and you're actually going to now be a red. Who knows what could be going on in your life that might make you not be able to sleep tonight, right? I can't control so many of those things. Stress, anxiety, a bad day at the office, meeting some crazy guy from Britain. You know, there's so many different reasons why you might not sleep that I can't control and neither can you. But you can control the position that you go to sleep in and the surface that you lie on. And so our work is around educating that point, demonstrating how commonsensical and logical it is. And then, like I say, creating so many verticals that help people improve their quality of sleep by something so tangible like what happens to your spine when you fall and get those Z's. Okay. Yes, I got it. All right. So is there one sleep position that's better than another? So for us, we uh, very much promote the exact same positions we put our patients in. So those patients are turned every two to four hours due to uh, pressure risk. And so if you're lying on your back, that's perfectly fine. We actually call the position the soldier. Um, and you pop a pillow underneath your knees and your spine is better supported. And, and lying on your back has the most even distribution of body weight, so it's really good. Equally, lying on your side in a semi-fetal sideline position, and, and also with the, the adage of putting a pillow between your knees and ankles, is essentially semi-fetal sidelining. It is known and well-evidenced to put the least amount of tension through your spine. So I promote those two specific positions where your spine essentially is either really well-supported or very neutral and, and not requiring so much tension to, to maintain a provocative posture. Got it. That's it. So A or B, and definitely not C, which is lying on the stomach. Any of your uh, audience that do need to stop it now. That's for sure. Just free, free, free piece of advice. Get off your stomach and your neck might not hurt in the morning. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Well, and <laughs> I think I saw something a week or so ago of somebody going, I never knew it, but I've been sleeping on my pillow all wrong. And it was like this big old headline and everything else. Can you sleep yeah. wrong on a pillow? <clears throat> Absolutely. If you think about the reality, right? So you and I are different, different heights, different shapes and sizes. You're, you're a lady, I'm a bloke. So if I showed you my brand new pair of Nike Air Jordans and you thought they were super cool and they got them on a drop and they were exclusive and you're James, please give me a pair of those. And I send you my size 11s. You would think I was a psychotic lunatic, right? Yeah. But yet we would go to any store, whether it's an expensive or the supermarket, high street store, doesn't matter. And you'd buy a pillow for you, a pillow for your partner. Are you the same shape and size? If you're not, why are you lying on the same pillow? So absolutely, your neck is the most delicate part of your spine. You need to take care of it with an appropriate size pillow for sure. Okay. Yeah. And that's how the your pillows came about? Uh, our pillows came about because we found an unmet need in terms of lying surfaces. So with the clinical work that we do in, in healthcare, the focus is all around pressure sores, pressure injuries. So a patient stays on a bed too long, they don't move, and they're elderly, and they have poor skin, et cetera, et cetera. They're not fed properly. They don't have the right nutrients. Then they could develop a pressure sore, which in the UK is a really big deal. And, and I'm sure in, in the States it's the same. But because we only address pressure, it means we don't consider a person's spine in sleep. And a person's ability to optimize their how their spine looks when they go to sleep is in keeping it nice and neutral, a neutral resting spine. Um, and equally, that sort of that feeling of support is secondary, or the patient's ability to sleep is secondary than this. We've ticked the box of pressure injury risk. So we realized that there was not a single grade of foam that actually fit the bill in terms of what a patient would need. 
And frankly, if you have a spine and you sleep, you are exactly relevant to this science. It doesn't matter what shape and size you are, what position you're in, whether you have, you know, God forbid, a catastrophic brain injury or you're an elite sports professional or you or me, you know, working, presumably spend a lot of time at your desk, I can only imagine. So that whole spectrum of people and what we do, all of our occupations, we all have a spine and the spine is the thing you need to move. So the beautiful thing about our business is we've taken a really small pocket of expertise. We've we've mastered it. We are within the UK. I'm, you know, this is the only thing I'm good at, just for clarity. But I really know my stuff when it comes to sleep posture. Anything else, ask me anything else, go and ask somebody else. But this piece I understand. And so you have this narrow piece of expertise. And now we can share that knowledge with the world and provide them with a legitimate way of improving their sleep. We lead by that in the same ways within the healthcare side of the business. Our patients generally have no capacity. So we're not selling, they, they can't speak. So we just have to do a really good job. So do a really good job, make an awesome product, and you don't have to work so hard at you know, what we call the sizzle because you've got all the meat. So we've just transferred that exact same approach, very submissive, very delicate, because some of these situations we find ourselves in healthcare are really awful, you know, um, working with parents of children who've attempted suicide, for example. You know, the emotional, the psychological layering of all of that uh, is really challenging. So you, it's not about selling. It's about making sure this patient is okay and we can do something about it. And by using that as our sort of our integrity, our moral compass, we've split, split that across all of the business. So even our consumer products have, you know, independent lab test research backed by peer-reviewed medical journals so that it's not just me going, hey, I've got the best thing since sliced bread. Actually, here's the information. Here's the data. You take it or leave it. That's completely up to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So many business lessons just came out right there. So what I heard you say is like, really pour into your, your audience, you know, who your clients, who it is that you're serving. Sometimes they can't necessarily tell you what's going on. So you just have to make the product as best as you possibly can based on the data that you're getting from it. And then continue just to be of service and be of value and not necessarily worry not necessarily not worry is not the right thing, but, you know, just looking at the bottom line. And that's what's really like that kind of ideal as what's, I think, supported you in your whole recent TikTok kind of craze as being like this platform that is just fueled your sales, right? So tell us more about how you've been able to achieve like 100% year over year growth because of that. Well, so we started um, We started a channel. I was never, it was never the intention to be front and center in this business. I created a product, I patented it, I researched it. So I had independent data that said, this thing is better than what else is on the market. This is exponentially better than any other foam on the market. So I had the, like, the juicy stuff. I thought, right, we'll go and license and we'll go and sell this foam. It'll be so easy, we've got the proof. But no one really cared. So, and you've got to educate. So. If you're trying to disrupt a market, thing one is if you're focusing on the bottom line, you've got no chance because we roll the dice every day. I'm trying to change a pathway of care in hospitals and the medium of making that change, that healthcare change, that that's the thing that gets me out of bed, is to make this colossal bomb of disrupting an entire sleep industry that for so many years has sold their products based on, um, you know, comfort and orthopedic. They're all sort of floaty, fluffy language that doesn't really mean anything. You know, promising a perfect night's sleep we discussed before doesn't exist. If you've got kids, you ain't getting a perfect night's sleep. If you've got a stressful life, you know, there's a heat wave, 
you're not getting if you're going through the menopause there's a million reasons why you are not getting perfect night's sleep whoever you are so it doesn't exist so we're selling something that can't possibly be we don't work that way and so by data driving what we do with tiktok it was this great opportunity and i was not really up for it at the beginning i have to be honest my head of digital was really pushing really pushing me front and center but it was like okay here's a here's a platform where i can actually do exactly what the mission was educate the world on the significance of sleep posture and provide with people with the tools with which to improve it so if you look at the channel you know we have a a big channel now nice following i think we've done in 18 months about 650,000 followers we've had maybe half a billion views of our video i think our best video did 75 million views wow hey this is a real platform for screaming this message now the average intervention in the nhs in in the uk the, the healthcare system is 19 to 21 years so I've got to touch every single clinician, every single doctor, nurse, physio, occupational therapist and go, hey, try this. This could work for your patient. Or I can do one video about how lying on your stomach is going to literally destroy your spine. Hit 75 million people, 77 million, whatever the number was. That's more than, than, than the UK population. In one two minute video sat in my office. Um, what's been so the point is that whilst Outwardly, you think TikTok, that's just not so, it's not so, in terms of integrity, does it really hold to be so clinical and offering all this data and education and this kind of approach? TikTok, really? But the reality is that if we can scream the message of sleep posture so much louder to an audience that we've never met, you know, we set up a US website just on the back of opening TikTok. Like, it's powerful, right? We're impressed most weeks. And the, the press just go on our channel, find a video that went by. We'll make a story out of it. They don't even ask us anymore. A couple of weeks ago, we were in the Newsweek. We were in um, been in the New York Post. We've been all over the world. Uh, Huff Post, Lab Bible, all of them constantly every other week. And it's all come from this. So I've still been able to maintain the integrity of the business. Screaming the message on our videos. So every day we post one single video giving you hints and tips. And then three nights a week, I do live, live uh, videos where people get to buy the product. They get to ask the expert any questions. And that's opened up a whole other world again in terms of doing loads of work for TikTok. They made me host a two-hour live in a pop-up street, in, in a pop-up in Oxford Street in London. It's like the most exclusive high street in the country. They set up a shop and I had to do a live stream for two hours on the back of all the cool stuff we've been doing so I've been able to maintain the integrity, not go super salesy, give that free value. And I believe the free value and the candid approach, that's what's won for us so far. Every night you'll see a new way of improving your sleep. Um, it's honest. It's real. It's either in my office. I've just moved to doing some of them at home because I was coming home at like 2 a.m. doing these lives. Because, of course, people, the best time to catch people who can't sleep is at 10, 11, 12 at night when they can't sleep. Uh, and I can't quite justify three in the morning. <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm all for the mission. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's been you... great. It's been really exciting. It's been really good fun. Um, I have to say, above and beyond my imagination, I thought it was going to be make me do stupid dances and humiliate my children. <laughs> Actually, like, I'm the coolest I've ever been as their dad because, you know, at the beginning we were like, hey, I've got four boys. So I was like, hey, guys, come in. Let's do some trend videos together. No, no chance, Dad. Now they're like begging, can I come on your live? Please let me be on your live because they want the fame and the glory. Oh <laughs> so I'm cool dad points. You're I got cool major dad. cool dad. Yeah, yeah. Cool dad. I love it. <laughs> 
Wow. So um, again, lessons learned in here, like one, you didn't want to do it. You didn't want to be dancing. You didn't want to be doing like the crazy videos that TikTok's kind of been known for in the past, but you stay true to you, stay true to your mission, what it is you're doing, providing value, free content, uh, and pe- and met them where they're at, right? Met your audience where they're at. Um, so many lessons in that. Let me ask you this. Do you ever go, now what do I talk about in regards to sleep? Like I've kind of talked about no. all of, no, you always have like fresh new things. I could go, I could go all night because, yeah, because it's funny when you actually start to, like when we do sleep consultations, for example, or we give, we do a lot of corporate wellbeing now. Again, like sleep is the number one wellness concern globally in terms of um, the workforce. And actually, if you think about the reality of well-being in 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 in, um, in the workplace, mental health is one, sleep deprivation is two, and musculoskeletal pain is three. We can attack all three by virtue of sleep posture. So if you wake up with no neck pain, you're going to be in a better mood. You're going to get to work. You're going to smash it. Then you're going to have a good night's sleep because you've been in a good mood today. On on the reverse, you wake up through the night with dying neck pain. You get up in the morning. You're in a stinker. So you, your mind is not, you know, not firing. You're definitely not going to exercise because who can be bothered? You've not slept. You're eating sugary foods and coffee because you're exhausted. You go into the office. And what's interesting, actually, when we, we've done some research with the Society of Occupational Medicine, is the issue isn't that people are going into work tired. It's that they're going to work so tired that they become really snappy in the kitchen. And they're like catfighting, you know, amongst themselves about stuff that's just not that important because people are just exhausted. So if we can attack both of those things in one, all three of those things in one, then then it's really, really powerful. Um, yeah, it, um, it touches everyone because if you have a, a spine and if you sleep, you're relevant to either my service, my talks, my TikTok, my product, my, we lecture at university, I'm an honorary lecturer at the University of Central Lancashire, my research, we touch everyone because everyone has a spine and speech that we meet. So, that, so you know that old, you, you meet your first investor, you meet your first big customer and you say, who's your, who's your market? And everyone goes, every, you know, every, every startup goes, everyone, you know, we want to hit everyone. We want the silver pound. We want to get the youth in and we want that mid-level and we want discount. But we also want exclusive. We legit touch everyone. And that is really wonderful. You know, you either... One of the physios we worked with in one of the hospitals made a really good statement. She said her mother always said to her, um, you need to invest in two things in your life, your shoes or your mattress. Because if you're not in one, you're on the other. Mm, That's so good. All right, James, how in the world do people get in touch with you? How can they learn about more of the videos or the pillows or any and everything? How do people find so, out? Um, our TikTok handle is uh, at Levitex. We have the same. Levitex Sleep is Insta. Uh, inquiries at levitex.co.uk for any questions. We do, like I say, corporate work. We do a lot of elite sport professional work. The passion, honestly, is in healthcare. If we change that pathway of care, and I suppose this would be you know, absolutely a soundbite, if we legitimately make a positive impact in healthcare, have every confidence that the good stuff you know, the dineros will come from that. We're no Mother Teresa. We're not a not-for-profit. We're not a charity. But we're going to make a fortune disrupting an industry by legitimately improving people's quality of sleep, making the world just a little tiny, weeny, weeny bit better and making money doing it. This is basically the dream, certainly for me. 
I love it. I love it. Um, my last question for you is what is a takeaway or a memorable note or an action step that you would like to leave our audience with today? The, I would, I would really encourage the audience to have their first massive disaster as soon as is humanly possible. And what I mean by that, you know, we had Corona and then we had a ship, international shipping crisis and then we banked with SVB. They go bust overnight and we're like, okay. So the point is at this stage of our journey, there's not a single thing that we've done wrong that my team that I can say, oh, if only I hadn't done that, if only I've rolled the dice differently, no. Every major potential disaster that's hit the business so far has been totally out of my control. And I encourage every member of staff to have a major disaster because when you've ripped that plaster off and you kind of let go, whilst obviously you hate that moment, it's so liberating to know that so much of this is out of your control. You do your very best. You work your ass off. Of course you do. But hey, I woke up on a Friday morning and I was told all my friends texting me saying, hey, SVB Bank's gone into, is going uh, into liquidation. HSBC is about to buy it and all your money's gone. Like, you know, what do you do about that? doesn't make my pillow any less amazing or the education we provide any less real, but it's freeing, really freeing. So I hope that's of use, but that was really helpful to me. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to thank our audience for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you to take all of these lessons, all of these resources here. Stop sleeping on your stomach. <laughs> Start implementing <laughs> them. <laughs> and oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much. Love it so much. Thank you so much for being with us. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.